Salam Nerds is brought to you by HalalShirts.com, where you can find fun novelty gifts for your Muslim friends. While you're at it, don't forget to like, comment, share, and subscribe to our channel. Yo, 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 Salam Nerds! It's your boy, Needs, a.k.a. Watch with Needs, and I'm here with my co-host, Jazz, a.k.a. Jazz Breaker. Jazz Breaker, okay. <laughs> That's right, I can't yeah. be Jazz No, no, <laughs> like, so... so I, I got I got Mew Mew right here. Mm, got the new Mew I'm Mew. Jealous. I got that That's new Mew fire. Mew. <laughs> That's fire. So you get to be Stormbreaker. But what's really exciting today is our new guest, one of my favorite TikTokers. Uh, his Appreciate that. TikTok handle is just huge four six nine. Um, he's got so many followers. He actually follows a lot of people too. I love Dude, when creators oh give back. Gosh. Some <laughs> some people are so stingy mm-hmm. with their follower count. Yep. This guy was like. I was like, why is this guy with so many followers following little old me? And I was just like so happy. I was, like, I was so excited. But just, man, thank you for joining the show, man. I really appreciate you. It's no issue, man. I love it. I love what you do. I think you have a good following, man. Just keep it up. I know a lot of people are caught up in the social media stuff, the followers. But for me, bro, yep. like the reason why I followed you is because you're really into your culture and everything and you talk about you know the things that affect you and people of color so i had to give you the instant follow man just oh man i yeah, appreciate it it is what it is i appreciate man. it like, i love i love the stuff it, that you do every, every all the creators cool. of color man like i feel like i give you guys more recognition because you don't get it enough yeah so, like, i always sure. try to you know highlight stuff like that man it's important yeah we believe in the same thing. In fact, we have yet to have a, per- a white person on our show. We, had, we, we have had 50 episodes. We have 50 episodes. And we didn't have a- <laughs> Once we hit 50, then we'll let them in. We'll let them in after 50. Just like they let our people into the United States after the 50. We'll let them- <laughs> That's how it works. He's like, nah. Yeah, I ain't gonna let this fly. <laughs> Eventually, they'll get there. Eventually, they'll come on the show. But, but yeah, we knocked it out, man. We, we, we're, we're at this is episode forty nine. Forty nine, yeah. Dude, mm-hmm. Keep it up. Yeah, bro. keep that. Forty nine, man. Bro. The consistency, oh, I love it. Yeah, consistency is key. And like I know you talked about it earlier about like follower accounts and stuff like that. Don't worry about follower accounts. Don't people don't worry about what you're following or how many people are following you. Uh just worry about building communities, man. That's what it's all about. And that's why we made this podcast because we wanted to be more intimate with our communities, our followers, people who we follow, our mutuals. We wanted to just have a space where we can have conversations with them and talk about things that they care about, right? We had um JJ and George come on our show during Black History Month and so much information that they had mm-hmm. that we got to share with our followers, right? And then we have, I was name Miriam. She came on our show and she talked about like the partition because she's a psychologist and knows everything oh, wow. about that. Um, it was really, really cool. So yeah, man, communities is where it's at. That's what's important. And we do. We need to, when we have shows that have people who look like us. Then the people who are critiquing the show should also look like us. Absolutely. And I think that's very important. Uh, I think Denzel said it best. He says it's not about race. It's about culture. Yep. People, right? It's not about like if if the people who are directing uh, a movie like you know Black Panther. It doesn't mean they have to be white, but they have to be Absolutely. of that culture, right? Dude, anybody, like, it, anybody. My bad for cutting you off, but like anybody could no, have no, done we, Black Panther. Anybody could have done it, but no one could have done it like Ryan Coogler. Yep. And there yes. was so much culture. Uh, there was so much that very few, act, I mean, directors would have been able to put into that film. And it's it's just yep. 
relevant to everything that we experience as people of color. And I think Black Panther was the stepping stone for the MCU. Mm -hmm. And it's the reason why we got, you know, Shang-Chi. It's the reason why we got Eternals and all these diverse films. It used to be um, Black people couldn't sell big films. People of color couldn't Mm -hmm. sell big films. Mm -hmm. But that's just Mm -hmm. not, it was never true. Yeah, That's never been true. This, this straight facts. And, like, I tell people this all the time. Like, I scream this at the top of my lungs. If it wasn't for Black Panther, we wouldn't have Crazy Rich Asians. Oh, we wouldn't have Shang-Chi. Yep. We wouldn't have everything everywhere at once. And we wouldn't have Miss Marvel. Agreed. Like, we owe everything Dude. to Black Panther. And it was such a movement and a cultural phenomenon. And, like, I, like I'm like i not saying it's the best movie in the world. But what I'm saying I mean, it's is up it there. has this cultural... It's important. It's pretty up there, it's for important. sure. But the cultural footprint that that movie have will be studied for years to come 100%. yeah i don't realize that 100 yeah bro i mean you man. pretty much got it spot, spot on bro like that's pretty much yeah <laughs> i don't know what to say after that, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. good at that so. well i know i know but let's uh let's talk about what we're here and we got the i got my <laughs> thor shirt you got your thor hat on i love that strongest avenger and then we got uh, jonathan aka Mew Mew. so <laughs> What that means is we're going to talk about Thor Love and Thunder. So let's get to it. Hold up. For those of you who don't let's know the Jonathan it. reference, um, please go oh. look up uh, <laughs> who was it? Paul Rudd trying to name oh. the hammer. <laughs> Bruh. They, they, they asked Paul Rudd to name the hammer, and he goes, Jonathan. <laughs> <laughs> like, without My missing God, a beat. <laughs> and he was so Dude, confident. That is amazing. He's funny, bro. Paul Rudd. He's, yeah, he's good. He's I love cool. him so much. He's a great guy. We, yeah, yeah, man. I, I'm really excited about that. But um, all right, let's get to it, yeah. man. Let's. This movie starts <laughs> off with Gore the God Butcher, uh, and he comes in, and you feel like is this like super serious scene, and you you think the tone of the movie is going to be like the super dark movie um we see his daughter uh you know pass away and die and then he goes to the gods right and the gods are being like low-key dicks low-key it's just like (laughs) high-key dick yeah yeah um and then we see like we get his like backstory and i figure out why he's doing what he wants um just what's your thoughts about that what did you think when you like the first 10 15 minutes of the movie what were you thinking first 10 15 minutes um Obviously, like in my opinion, Chris and Bell, he stole it, bro. He really mm-hmm. did. Like he, he was the best in the film. Man. And in the opening, I, I think I got there a little bit late, like one one or two uh, minutes late. So I, I was on color people time. But, uh, <laughs> but, <laughs> but um, same, same. But, same. Um, yeah. Um, first, I mean, first thing I saw was, um, yeah, Gore. He had had like an offering or something. Mm-hmm. And then he was mm-hmm. trying to, um, who, who, who's that God? What's his name? Um, Rapu. Rapu. Yeah. So he goes up to Rapu and he gives him an offering and, um, Rapu basically laughs in his face and makes him look yeah. like a fool. And he's like, you think there's an afterlife? You think, you think I'm going to give you something because you gave me an offering? And like, it's kind of sad to see that, but you understand his frustration and I actually like that. I mean, I think he's a pretty good villain. And for the most part, he was the best um, part of the film. I just mostly think that um, it, it was hard to take him serious when the whole film mm. was very comedic. And it was basically, it yeah. was a rom-com. It was essentially a rom-com. It's a rom-com, That's yeah. what they were 
trying to do. Yeah, so, I can say um, that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the balance of those two things, it for me, it was a bit offsetting. Yeah, I understand what Taika Waititi was trying to do. He's he's made a film for himself. He made a film the yeah. best way he could, and that's his thing. His thing is comedy, and yeah, yeah. I don't know. It it just really didn't resonate with me like Ragnarok okay. did. I have a question then. Okay, who is the villain here? Because <laughs> when I was watching this whole movie, I was like, wait a second. This guy makes a lot of sense. Is he really the villain? Yeah, that's what I'm saying, bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like, Gore makes a lot of sense here. <laughs> I was like, you know what, Gore? Like, I don't know, man. I, I kind of feel it. Like, like all these people are worshipping these gods, and these gods are like a-holes. Selfish, and like, bro. They're like selfish politicians selfish. and powerful people. They don't really deserve the position that they're in. So, Ooh, yeah, true. so it's, um, yeah, you feel for him. And you're like, bro, like, let him kill these gods. I mean, let him kill these gods. Like, let this man spin the block. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. he, needs, he needs to slaughter all of them. All the people that betrayed him. Yeah. I wish you made it to that. Uh, what was it? The, uh, what was that world? Um, omnipotence? Yeah, it was the yeah. Omnipotence City. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, I was like, I, I wish you made it there. Because when we saw him in the Shadow Realm, and he was like, oh, look at you, Jane Foster. You have cancer. You're dating a oh, god. Wow. Yeah. You can't do shit. <laughs> You're still gonna die, and I'm like, shit, he's right. <laughs> like, oh shit, he's right. Like, I can't argue this. Like, <laughs> that is cool. That was that was pretty cool. Like, I, 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 like, there was. I think the only problem I have with Christian Bale and the God Butcher is that they didn't use him to his potential. Yeah, it could have been so much more. It could have been so much more darker. Like, he's the God Butcher. We didn't see him God butchering anybody, right? <laughs> like, it's yeah. one of the things where you're just like assumed. He killed all these people, but we never saw him kill all these people, right? Yeah. And my issue with the film in general is that it's trying to be too many things at Agreed. once. It's trying to be this dark movie about God butchering. Then it's supposed to be this rom-com, but it's also kind of a kid's yeah, movie. Like, they made it a little bit it's, for um, kids. Yeah, right? you have uh, the daughter of Gore, who yeah. plays a really big part in this film. And then you also have the kids that were kidnapped. So you can kind of see that yep. they're really trying to appeal to children. And um, yeah. yeah, it wasn't as violent as I thought it would be. Like you have gold blood, which yeah. is pretty, it was funny. It was yeah. funny, but um, yeah, it wasn't as gory as the previous film. They, right, they should have picked one direction. Like they should have made the whole thing a kid's movie. They should have made the whole thing a rom-com or the whole thing Very dark a, uh, what do you call it? Yeah. A dark movie, right? It was trying to be too many things. And you couldn't do it. And the thing is, like, like okay, fine, it's a kids movie, right? And it's like cool for kids to uh, see that. But then you're also mentioning orgies, and like, do you yeah, really want to explain what an orgy is to a four year old? That's kind of yeah. crazy, right? Um, I never also, thought about. Also, I didn't kids like in the room. That that's not right? something I want to explain to an eight year old. Also, like, yeah, no, nah. exactly. Ooh. And then also, like, I. Okay, this is personally me, and, like, if I'm wrong, like, you know, like, if I'm not part of the culture <laughs> and stuff like that, because I don't want to talk about any other uh, culture, but, like, I was uncomfortable the fact that, like, all these gods were actually real gods from real cultures, yeah. and they're over there talking about orgies and stuff. Weird. Like, yeah, uh, a lot of like, um, right? like, cultures aren't really with that. It made me uncomfortable. Yeah, it's, it's, I don't know, because there's so many, it's like, it's they, like a melting pot. They had real Aztec. It's a melting yeah, pot. Yeah, they had gods, Aztec. Like, Greek, Norse, everybody. Yeah. Um, there were, like, Mayan gods. Yeah. There was the Maui god. Um, yep. Mm-hmm. There were yep. so many, like, actual gods and actual religions that were in the film so i'm sure like someone had something to say about that but um 
Yeah, it, it's kind of weird. It was weird. It made me a little uncomfortable, and I was like, I, I, it's not part of my culture, so I'm not one to say anything. Even though I, I, I do feel like they made a reference to Jesus because they said the God of Carpentry. Okay. I don't know if that's what yeah, that was. Probably. Oh, that's that, what I was, that was. I was so. like, yeah, <sighs> yeah. It, yeah, the God of Carpentry. I think that's what they were saying. I, but like, they left a little wiggle room where they could be like, "No, nah, that wasn't it. It was uh, a different God." I'm sure there is an actual God of Carpentry, right? That's but, like, my head. That one's like <laughs> little. It's a little too close, yeah. right? Um, I I did not love that. It made me uncomfortable. I uh, but because like they were just going for slapstick, crude comedy, just jokes all around. Um, so it was too much of a tonal shift, right? They had the Black Panther yeah. God there, which is supposed to be like uh, this, like boss, like prestigious mm-hmm. god boss. yeah boss like but they, they they show her with such respect yeah, and like honor and black like panther it. right and then and and then here they're like oh she's you know here ta- listening to people talk about orgies oh bro i don't know i mean that was wild first off um, <laughs> russell crowe comes in and he has like a mario like an actual italian accent that threw me off <laughs> so, uh, yeah i think it's was it Italian or, or Greek? Or, I don't know. I think yeah, it's Greek. Whatever. Or, whatever it was. But, like, he sounded, yeah. like, straight up Mario. Like, that's pretty much what... Well, yeah, <laughs> like, Mario. But, um... It's me, yeah, Jesus. That's really, that's really how he sounded. But, um, I thought it was entertaining. But, um... Yeah, it was entertaining, for sure. Uh, the part that really, like, had me invested was obviously when Thor, you know, he was done. He was done. He, like, basically throws the lightning bolt into Zeus's, like chest yeah yeah that was when i was like yeah okay the tone has definitely shift or it has shifted at this point so i think um the first hour was very different from the second half of this film and it's only i think the movie is only like two hours and 15 minutes right it's it's very short short. it's one of the shorter movies but it didn't feel very fast um i just mostly i felt like yeah like you said there's so much going on that um it doesn't really know like who it's trying to cater to because again like you said orgies you have um like kind of corny slapstick humor but you also have some serious um action scenes in it as well so it's a lot of things and it is very artistic but um yeah it just kind of lost me at certain parts you know Mm -hmm. lost me no i get it Speaking of gods, like I, I think we even got to see Kanchu from Moon Knight in there. Uh, it's the first scene. I with, it. Yeah, he's like, <laughs> yeah, he peeks out. He's like, it's like a little skeleton bird. He's much younger. He doesn't look as old as he does now. He looks gotcha. very young. Uh, but there's like a skeleton bird that pops out when Christian Bale is killing the sun okay. guy. Oh, neat. Oh, yeah, yeah, he pops out. Yeah, this is the very beginning in the. Very beginning, we saw Kanchu. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. There was three birds that like kind of ducked yeah. and ran away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Yep. I missed that. So a little Moon Knight. See, that's reference. the thing. Like that's my problem <laughs> with this movie. Like, <laughs> there's just too much going on, and then the it important things you need on. to pay attention to, they happen so quickly, and you lose it. Because I didn't recognize yeah. that. I didn't get the God of Carpentry joke. I mean, yeah, dude. Like, I, there are so many jokes I couldn't even remember. Like. What, yeah. what really oh yeah like you have a jane fonda joke um you have like like, oh, yeah. like bro, what's going <laughs> on like i mean that's funny. right but um but on, the one joke that i thought that was done really well was treating mirner yeah, as dude, an ex like with stormbreaker <laughs> i like that i actually really like that i fuck with that that was good that was really good yeah and what do you feel about like the um the ghost man how do you feel about the ghost man? 
You love oh, I the love goats? the goats. Those the goats okay. are so funny. Yeah, I, I yeah, I like the goats. They kept that on for yeah. a little bit too long, but I mean, it was funny. There you go. I'm with really? you, man. It was. I'm with funny. you on that. Yeah, there were so many. It, it feels like <laughs> this movie is a lot like Guardians in, in the sense of the humor, but, yeah. it, but it's also still a, a lot like Ragnarok. So it's in between, but um, the direction of it, I mean, it, it's it's kind of iffy for me, like six out of ten. Like, I'm not obsessed yeah. with it. I, That's exactly what I gave it. Yeah, six out of ten. Oh, wow. I don't hate it. Okay. It's not a bad film. I don't think it's a bad film because it looks like the visuals to me were probably one of the best parts of it. I mean, there were some parts where it looked kind of, mm. it didn't look real. I'll be honest. It didn't look real, but, um, yeah, there is some parts, but, for me uh, too. the sequence where they're on that small planet and you know, they're fighting and, mm-hmm. and it's all gray and black. Yeah. I, I feel mm-hmm. like yeah. that was probably one of the best fight scenes in the MCU for sure. Like in my, in my personal opinion, I liked it. It was mm. a great fight scene. My it. issue with it was really? it felt like Rick and Morty. It br- <laughs> <laughs> you know exactly which episode I'm talking about, right? Where you have the sun coming up and it's screaming and the world's perfect, but they couldn't stay there. And I was like, oh, that's screaming goats. And then they hit another world, but the ship was so big and the world was like really tiny. And I'm like, oh, they did the exact same shit here. Bruh. Like it felt like a ripoff to me. Oh, like, wow. It, I didn't even yeah, guess that. It was that. like a Rick that. and Morty like rip. And I'm like, oh, I love Rick and Morty, uh, but, but I hate what? the fans like, and I hate everybody. Bruh. I hate this now. Uh, but here's the thing, right? The, the scene where they're on the that black planet and everything is black and white, like it looks really cool. But when I see scenes like that, like I can't not picture them in front of a green screen because it's so like when there's no actual um, physical world, like actual props in there. There's, there's there, yeah, when there's no like physical, like if there's a green screen, it's fine. But they usually add things that are real and yeah. tangible that you can touch that like make the green screen feel a little more natural. But this was like there was nothing. There was no prop. There was no like like something in in front of you something behind you it was all green screen and like for me that's like a personal thing like i have a hard time like not picturing that in my head especially when i see like behind the scenes of movies i know how they're made like it's hard for me to disconnect was it green screen but like it did look cool yeah Yeah. i thought they did the thing where they have like that giant oled screen going all the way around the set and then they just essentially the same thing to a certain degree i guess oh okay i guess yeah i I guess i'm nitpicking there Uh, you're right but Uh, that's fair yeah uh, but let's talk about uh, before we run out of time. I, want, I definitely want to touch this: uh, the Jane Foster cancer thing. Yes, my favorite part it. of the entire I movie. Loved it. Like she dies in battle with yeah. cancer. I actually really liked that, and that's why she went to, went to mm-hmm. Valhalla. That was great. Uh, Fat, fantastic ending. And I like when they show us that, like you know, she's weak and she's like you know, uh, whenever she's not. Or when she's using it, the hammer's killing her. So, so like that, dude. That was actually really cool, and I feel I feel like they did the comic justice. And yeah, that was one of the best story arcs in the movie itself. So yeah. Honestly, I felt like the entire movie, like this movie, would have been so amazing if they just made the they took out some of like the really wacky parts and made the entire movie like a giant like movie for people with cancer. Like that would have been so. Oh sweet. Because, yes. like, even the kids. Even the kids at the end, right? Like, imagine being, like, one of those kids who have cancer and then watching a movie about a hero that has cancer and then all the kids yeah. are fighting people, right? You're a little kid, you have cancer. This movie could mean so Absolutely. much mm-hmm. to you, right? And, like, when I think about that, I'm like, that bumps the movie up for me a little bit. It's like, 
little kids, what in you know, sitting in a hospital bed watching this movie. This movie could mean the world. But they them. missed that, and I, I yeah. love that. I think they missed the mark on yeah. that. Just they missed the mark. Like they could have mm-hmm. done that. They could have. Absolutely. Oh, they could have done that. It could have been one of the most wholesome, heartfelt like movie about cancer that you have ever seen in the MCU. But they they couldn't pull it off. I think. Um, I, I don't know if it's the same for Gore as well. But the fact that the Necro Sword was also killing him too, I felt like that was a cool mm-hmm. parallel. Mm. And um, you see, you see him oh. die and not actually be able to go to the afterlife, but you see Jane Foster go to the afterlife. I felt like that was very interesting yeah. to see. So I mean, there's there's definitely some cool parallels. Um, th- there's a lot of characters in this as well. So I mean, I mean, yeah, I don't I don't have an issue with, you know the visual side of it it's more or less just the plot and then also one thing one thing that's yeah. very iffy to me like no one dies in this movie except jane foster like you have cord yeah. yeah died, but it didn't happen you had yeah. um zeus yeah we thought was pretty much dead he didn't die you also had valkyrie there was yep. a moment nope. that was very dramatic that valkyrie yep. almost died yeah and it didn't happen and then Siv too oh when they stabbed Sif. her yeah so Siv lost her arm and like there's this yeah. heartfelt moment where thor um is basically comforting her and she's like you're not gonna die in battle right now like he made this funny little joke it's kind of like it's, it's funny at the moment yeah there i feel like the stakes weren't necessarily that high in this film to, to, to me yeah. personally i don't know yeah. if i'm being dramatic or anything but that was just my opinion. no you're spot no, on i, dude. I agree you're spot I agree. on um, there was nothing in this yeah, movie yeah. that felt emotionally invested. Like I felt emotionally invested in, except for Jane. And then yeah. at the end of it, I'm just like, "What was the point of this whole movie?" Exactly. Like it was a yeah, money I, grab. Like I, I don't, I don't see how they moved mm. much story forward. Like Gore was a fantastic oh, character. Yeah, don't get me wrong. Uh, it was a good ending for uh, Jane Foster, but beyond that, like that's not yeah. exactly a Thor movie. Then now is it? Yeah. Mm dang it's also like a big shift in thor like we saw thor get uh really like silly in ragnarok but it was like tame right and then we see him in infinity war infinity war is peak Mm -hmm. thor agreed i love i would love something like that yes like he was he was funny he was silly he still had like the ragnarok kind of humor but like there were some real serious tones in there right like he lost everything his brother and his eye right and and i think exactly um... Yeah, dude. When Rocket, when Rocket tells him like you know like what uh, like what if you don't win? He goes like, how much more can I lose? Like you mm-hmm. felt that line, right? And then the bring me Thanos, Fast. like like that was peak Thor. That was peak Thor. Uh, and then they kind of went a little bit down with the fat jokes in that, Endgame. That was, and, that was horrible. And now they're here, and I feel like we saw like the trajectory of Thor go all the way up, and now it's coming all the yeah, way down. I didn't like that as a gag. I felt like it was a bit much for me, but um, yeah, that was mm-hmm. the direction that they chose to go with Thor. Um, yeah, if they wanted to represent depression, I don't think um, making him like obese or, or like fat would be like a good way to do it. They could have just made him disheveled, like a person that was just kind of yeah, you know, mangled, deranged. Like that would have been a way better way to represent. Uh, a person that's lost everything rather than having them be like just a fat guy who drinks himself to death and you know it just didn't it didn't yeah, resonate yeah. with me at all i just kind of lost Agreed. respect for the character 
in, in, in the way that they wrote him. So it, it's it was a letdown. But I mean, we did have our moments in Endgame, and that yeah, there, there were moments, moments in that, that were kind really of good, yeah helped it in a, to a certain degree. But yeah, I don't think they should have done that to begin with. I mean, they, we we were on this trajectory yeah. like since Endgame. So yeah, I didn't like it. Yeah. But speaking of Endgame, I, I, I am kind of over the whole plot being like a wish. Like, cause basically, that's what yeah, the snap is, it right? Is. It's a wish. So Endgame, we see the wish to make everybody 50% go away. And I mean, in Endgame, we see them uh, come back. In Infinity Wars, they went away. Even in like, um, what's that movie? Uh, Wonder Woman 1984. Yeah, the whole plot was like, that. you get a wish, yeah. right? Exactly. And now this one, Gore has to go all the way to the end. And he can just wish for all the gods to be dead. Like he's a god butcher. I, like, I, I want to see the more wish stuff. I, I want to see him physically yeah. like murking these gods, dude. Like that's mm-hmm. what I want to see. Like I don't, I don't want to see just one um, wish that just eliminates all gods. It just isn't interesting. It, that's pretty yeah. much the same thing as Thanos to begin with. So I mean, it, it's no different. Yeah. Like it's kind of like you said. I didn't like that very much, but I feel like. Um, did you guys feel that they should have chose? Like a different villain. Like, do you guys feel like? I feel like, I feel like even if they chose a different villain, they still wouldn't have done that villain justice. Unless Zeus was no, the real villain. Of they could have thing the with the movie. Or, or this like could have been two different movies. Oh, this could have been two, like, a Gore versus Thor movie would have been amazing, and then a separate movie for the Jane right. Foster and then Cancer. Yeah. Like they could have easily done that. I think you could have made this two separate movies, yeah. and then that would have been way better than what we got with this. But I mean, I mean, mm, technically, nah. what we got with Ragnarok, or Ragnarok, we had World War Hulk, or Planet Hulk, or whatever. And yeah, we also had like some other Planet story Hulk. arcs with Thor as well, so that worked. Um, it just, I think, what they tried to do was kind of copy paste, and it, it they didn't yeah. really take the character into a new direction. So that's why I, I don't know. It just wasn't. I don't know. I, I didn't like it that much. Yeah. <clears throat> it, it it's not my favorite. Honestly, from Phase Four, it might be my lowest ranked movie. To be honest, yeah. like, and it doesn't mean I didn't like it, but it, I, it still I think my it is lowest ranked. ranked. I think even um, uh, Black Widow is better than this, dude. <clears throat> yeah, I think, Black I think so too. Better than better than this. I think uh, Miss Marvel's better than this. I think. Mm-hmm. I, I yeah. think it may be on par with Moon Knight for me, so that's kind of where I'm putting it. Mm. We actually like—I I actually like Moon Knight a lot, Moon actually. Knight, but um, yeah. Right, like I didn't like um uh, Hawkeye, but I think Hawkeye was Dude, way I, better than I this. Freaking, I hated Hawkeye. I didn't like. I didn't yeah. hate it, but I, I, hate I did Hawkeye, not yeah. like the way it went. I I don't know. It's just Hawkeye doesn't have any consequences at all, bro. Like this right. man is murking people, yeah. murking oh, everybody yeah. on the street. He has no consequences. No one's after mm-hmm. him. Like it doesn't make any yeah. sense. And even this was better. And even this was worse than Hawkeye. Like <laughs> that's a very low bar, and they still somehow managed to go lower. Yeah. yeah. All right. So I'm I'm pulling up all the Phase Four movies. Let's Ooh, go yeah. through them real Let's quick. Go. So um and 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 then we'll, and and then oh, we'll yeah. do our order. So we got Black mm-hmm. Widow. Shang-Chi, Eternals, No Way Home, Doctor Strange, Thor, okay. Love, and Thunder. So for me, I think Thor, Love, and Thunder comes in yeah. last. Um, then it's going to be Black Widow. Uh, then 
Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness, then No Way Home, then Eternals, and then Shang-Chi as number one. And the only reason Doctor Strange and Spider-Man No Way Home are below Eternals is because I think Eternals is a better film, but like Spider-Man No Way Home, Doctor Strange are more like fun to watch. They're like yeah. fan service. But if you take out the fan service, the movie doesn't hold up. Like you take out the three Spider-Mans, it's a pretty forgettable movie. The cinematography, the special effects, they're not that great. Eternals, there's like brand yeah. new characters. Uh, the cinematography is amazing. Um, I really love like the storyline of how it was brought together. I could not predict the ending. I didn't know what was going to happen. So Eternals was very low for me, but like it's growing on yeah. me. The more I think about like once the once the novelty of like oh my god, it's Spider Man No Way Home, or like oh my god, we got to see like uh you know uh, Wanda kill all the Illuminati. Like once that wears off, like the movie kind of goes lower. And the Eternal doesn't wear off. Like, it's wherever it stays where it was for me from the beginning. So it's like higher now. Um, cause I, also, you kind of get used to all this fan yeah, service where it's just like, all right, they're giving it. And like, now I've it doesn't complaining hit. about that. Like that <laughs> Cap, Captain America grabbing that hammer, like, doesn't hit the same as like in phase four because it's just different. So yeah, that's my um, ranking, man. I, uh, Shang-Chi is number one, and then Eternal number two, and then Spider Man No Way Home, Doctor Strange. Um, Black Widow, and then finally Thor: Love and Thunder. Yeah, I'm gonna throw you for a loop, man. Um, Spider Man's number one for me. Um, okay. The nostalgia got okay. me. Okay. It did. Fair <laughs> enough. Fair enough. Fair don't enough. blame you. Don't blame me. As long as we acknowledge the nostalgia, fair enough. Yes. Um. Then number two, number two, Shang Chi, man. Shang or Shang Chi is literally the probably the most underrated. Um, Marvel film that we've seen in a minute, man. I feel like people mm-hmm. people don't put it high enough yeah. on the list, and it's it's original. It did. It, I think it did what Black Panther did, but for Asian Americans. And, and I think, um, mm-hmm. yeah, Simu Liu, bro. Like I freaking like him, man. He's cool. Mm-hmm. Bro. He's freaking bad. That means so he's I an accountant like me. Looks like degrees. Yes, yes, same one, <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. But um, nice. Um, no way home. Shang Chi. Uh, Doctor, St- I'm sorry, but I'm gonna put Doctor Strange in number three. Um, mm. I I didn't hate Black Widow, but I also didn't love it. I didn't love the villain, but um, I thought it was mm, okay. Yeah. It's a good espionage movie. Um, yeah. Then I'm going Eternals, and then Thor. Man, I'm sorry. That that's that's my right yeah. Um, are people gonna hate it? They probably will, but. <laughs> But yeah, that's, nah. that's yeah. why I have everything. So yeah. Well, here's yeah. why. Here, Everyone's here's why got I say no because here's my ranking, right? I will agree with you. Shang Chi up top. Yep. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, and then after that, I put Spider Man No Way Home, just like okay. you. Um, I okay. think nostalgia got uh, to me. Uh, I yep. respect that. Uh, it's up there it, for man. me too. Yeah. I dig it. Uh, after that, I would put. Ah oh, man, this is tough. I'd have to say Wanda and the Triverse of Sadness. Oh, man. <laughs> I'm not going to call it a Doctor Strange movie. It's not a Doctor Strange movie. It's a Wanda movie. It is, man. It's, it's yeah. a Wanda it's movie, a Wanda for sure. Project. It really is. And then Eternals at four. Um, Eternals, mm. my only issue with it is not that it's a bad movie. It's a setup movie, right? Yeah. And in too retrospect... Many mm. Too many characters in one film. Right. Yeah. Too many I characters can, I can see that. I can see that. 
Yeah, so in the future, we'll look back and be like, oh, okay, it was much better because of whatever happened later. But as of right now, I am putting it right below there. And then after that, Black Widow, and then finally, Thor Love and Thunder. I think we can all agree this has been the worst movie in the MCU Phase 4. <laughs> mm, yeah. Um, worst, what, what about the worst project in general? Like, do you think it's Hawkeye? In Phase 4? I think it's Hawkeye. Yeah, Hawkeye. And then probably What If. I, I didn't love What If. No, I love What If. Like, Get what out. What you mean, bro? Really? What if was amazing. I, facts. Cause, cause, okay, here's the thing about what if. Here's the thing about what if. What if was hit or miss for me? Because there were some episodes fantastic, but there were also some episodes that were really bad. So it's like, like, how do you judge that? Because there's yeah. still standalone episodes. As a project, I so like, like, because it like, could be iffy for a lot of people. It's it's really hard for me to because like if you you if you just gave me the uh, T'Challa as Star Lord and that was the only episode, that would be like yeah. my number one thing. Like you made a whole. You made a whole series about T'Challa and Star oh, Wars. Bad. I love it. The Ultron stuff was pretty good. Not bad. Zombie was okay. Uh, but then there were some that were really bad that I didn't Eagle like. Hank like um, the Captain Carter. Like, yeah. Eagle Hank Payne, Captain Carter. Like, I don't give a shit about Captain Carter. I'm sorry. Aren't they making a whole project with that, though? <laughs> yeah, they are. Okay. Disclaimer, bro. First off, we already had a Peggy Carter series, which I did not watch. So we don't we don't yeah, need, watch it either. Dude, <laughs> I did not we watch. don't need another Peggy Carter project, bro. Like there's so many Captain Americas that we need to focus on. Obviously, we have John Walker. We have yes. Sam Wilson, who's the new Captain America, so we should be focusing on him. Yo, the Fast. disrespect, the disrespect Sam Wilson is getting is pissing mm-hmm. me off. Like I get so heated and angry that like there's actual people out here that don't understand that he's Captain America point it, blank. Bro, full I mean, it's annoying, didn't man. Uh, Chris Evans say that? Yeah, like, he's Captain Chris, America. Chris Evans yeah. Said yeah. That Sam Wilson is Captain America. That's what he said, and, and it doesn't <laughs> make sense for Steve Rogers to come back and put the jersey back on and and kill that moment, man. Like he, his story closed. Just let it. Let no, it, that'd let be it horrible. Rest. And, and we can mm-hmm. enjoy this next arc with Anthony Mackie and uh, Sam Wilson. Hopefully, the next Captain America film is good. I'm rooting for it. I mean, we got. I hope so too, dude. Yeah, me too. We have a, a Nigerian director. I think his name is like Julian Ona. I'm hoping he, he does his best, man. I'm yep, hoping yep. that Malcolm Spellman, the writer. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm hoping he can give us a good story to look into. And and uh, Anthony Mackie, man, I feel like he's underrated. So I hope the project in general. 100%. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, I feel like we need to support it. Here's what makes me mad. Here's what makes me mad. Anthony Mackie was Captain America for maybe like 20, 15 minutes at the in the last movie. Ca- uh, Peggy Carter gets a thirty minute whole what if episode. Yeah, and she man. gets like fifteen minutes in like <laughs> Wanda, uh, not Wandavision, Wanda and the Triverse of Sadness. She has spent more time as Captain Carter than Sam Wilson has spent as Captain America, and they took yeah, him bro. off the Twitter. They That's took him you. off the Captain America That's Twitter and put on Peggy Carter. That, like, I don't like that. I, I don't like. I that. hate that. That's messed up. And, and that's the issue with sharing a mantle. Um, obviously, you have your main character who's like the first one, like they who's recognized as the original character. But you also have competing interests. You have mm-hmm. all of these characters that are trying to compete for, you know, that arc. So I, I think they need to give Anthony Mackie his time. Let him take mm-hmm. up the shield. Let him put it down. Yep. Yep. Give it like five yep. years or so. And then maybe have someone else step in or something. Like, obviously, sure. They're, they're that sounds milk great. Everything, man. They're trying to milk it because, you know, Captain America is such a big brand now. 
So, um, I mean, having so many different Captain yeah. Americas, different ethnicities, cultures, that's great. But, um, yeah, you have to recognize each one at, at a particular time. And I think that's important. And I think Sam Wilson, uh, he needs that right now. Like, now. <laughs> Agreed. 100%. Absolutely. 100%. Absolutely. All right. Well, we're getting to the end of our episode, so we just want to say, man, thank you so much for joining us. Thanks, I really, man. really appreciate it. You're appreciate one of my it. favorite TikTok creators, man. I appreciate you. I love all your content. Uh, where can people find you? Let people know where they can um, find you. So all social media platforms, uh, just huge 469 um, Yeah, you can find me on Twitter, Instagram. You can find me on TikTok. Um, I'm everywhere, so yeah. Just feel free to give me the follow. Um, DM me, all this stuff, man. Like, Found show him. me love i'll show it back man i don't Followed. care about the followers or anything yeah i'm dude okay yes, i'll follow you bro i'll <laughs> definitely follow you but i appreciate you guys letting me on the podcast um i'll definitely come back yes um, if you guys love me. yeah but man yeah, uh much love y'all yeah thank you so much man you're one of the most humble one of the best creators i know i uh, appreciate you and guys definitely mm-hmm. check him out and you know until next time guys salam nerds hey see y'all Peace.